Corey Howard, and welcome to Right Ideas, Episode 5, with Alex Howard here today. Hello. Today we'll be discussing the U.S. election and the way that these Democrats are trying to steal the victory away from Donald Trump. We'll talk about some um, very, very saucy sex scandals coming right from Canberra. Then um, the big fiasco of the Afghan files. How that ever got out in the public, I'll never know. Um, but um, we'll be discussing that briefly. And then um, a few other little economic policy developments which we'll discuss at the end. Mm-hmm. So, Alex, the Democrats, they've really done it, haven't they? They've, um, they've stolen they've it. They've stolen it. Yeah. I mean, Trump said it was going to happen. Um, we knew it was going to happen. And it's just been stolen from underneath, underneath our noses. I mean... Yeah, well, that's the thing. We saw it coming. I mean, um, with the mail-in votes, yep. we all knew they were going to be um, fairly fraudulent. I was, uh, it was... It was... It was close in the counting, you know. It was swinging back and forth, and D- um, DT was leading. Yeah, he got out to a good lead when the real votes were coming in. But um, now I think we're going to see a very long, protracted... Um, you know, time where Donald Trump is trying to put to you know get justice, but the the trouble is that the the whole world has really turned on him, and yep. um, Joe Biden is funded by the left wing media, and yeah, the left wing media, even the right wing media as well. Yeah, now even Fox now has jumped on the bandwagon. And um, he's also funded by Russian um, oligarchs and the Chinese uh, Communist Ooh, Party, yeah, which puts millions, billions, sorry. The CCP will be licking their lips right now. Yeah. Um, Kim Jong-un, you know, people oh. like all sorts of people like that. Um, yes. So, yeah, it is a real failure for... Uh, for democracy and uh you know donald has won the popular vote yep um so we'll just see with the, the vote counting we'll see what comes of it is very complicated yep well you know i heard a story that um someone went up to actually saw a video of someone going around the back of a voting center and there was a van there with Biden and Harris 2020 written on the side mm-hmm. and there was a person with a face mask on frantically filling in forms frantically filling in how to vote forms and just handing them into the counting office mm. I mean this, uh, there's no doubt about it this election was stolen oh there's countless stories like that I mean the Sharpie fiasco yep. the Sharpie scandal um, just all over the country there's thousands of these little stories of of people really revolting um you know it's a sort of sort of mass protest from the establishment the media um all against democracy essentially yep yep and now they have communism well we'll see i mean i still have faith in trump he's got a few weeks left yeah can he really save it from here can he really with the whole world against him with all the you know, fake news media and the, um, you know, the court system rigged against him. And well, you know, they'll have the Senate, and I think 
it's pretty likely that Joe Biden will drop dead in the next few Yeah, if he drops months. dead, then... Um, and I think Trump will... I mean, I can't see... I can't see you. Harris. <laughs> no, let's be honest. She should not be president of the United States. <laughs> no, so I think in that case, if Biden did die, then um, Trump would certainly uh, make a, a comeback. Yeah. Oh, well, very interesting. I mean, we'll watch this space, but I hear he's got a few legal claims on foot. Um, you never say never, and, you know. Mm. And, yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back, I'm sure. He'll be back, if not in 2024. The great mm. man. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure he'll be moving on to bigger and better things in the meantime. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. What do you think he'll do next? What's his next move? Well, I think he will... Um, he'll keep on shining a light uh, of truth uh, yep. in, in the darkness and the filth of the media. Uh, do you think now he'll go after the um, pedophile ring in the, in the Democratic Party? Do you think he'll go and expose what he's learned as president and, um, you know, go to Hollywood and expose all those pedophiles and... Yeah, um, he could very well do. I'm sure he's already working on a plan to do that. But that yeah. might, uh, yeah. Now that he's could potentially be kicked out of the the presidency, uh, he it could be the perfect time for him to come out and um, spring into action. Yeah, the great storm. Yeah, yeah, and that could discredit um, the rest of the establishment, which could, you know, which could lead to the bringing out the guillotine. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, America's just a tinderbox at the moment. It's ready to go into civil war. I mean, you have, you know, um, all it takes is a martyr, and they had George Floyd. He's a martyr for the radical left to take to arms and to riot in the street and protest. And then, you know, they're really starting this violence um, and then trying to steal the election as well. It's like a socialist coup. I mean... Um, yeah, well, I think, yeah, we're seeing it go the way of the um, the Russian... The Russian yeah, Revolution. It is a bit like that, isn't it? I wonder if they'll take out the Trumps to a um, sheep paddock somewhere and riddle them with bullets. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they're pretty vicious, those, um, yes. those protesters and rioters. Oh, yes. Um, oh, but, well. yeah, we'll be watching closely. Yes. Very interesting. Ah, well... Um, slightly less um, gloomy, less uh, not as high stakes, but also as scandalous. We have um, the ABC making a flawless, baseless smear against one of the finest um, members of the Liberal Party in Australia, Christian, Christian Porter. Porter. Mm. Um, outstanding man, very handsome. The top, the top. Uh, the... Touted to be a future PM. Mm. Uh, he is one of the good guys, and um, ABC, they knew that, the lefties knew that, so they came up and made these fake stories about him, um, you know, um, well, you know, noodling with staffers yeah. in a bar, I mean, you know, yeah. oh, someone was there, someone got a photo, really? It was years of, uh, supposedly years of journalism work that this woman had done, oh. um, frankly, you know. I think it was a complete waste of taxpayer money. Yeah, complete hit job on on the taxpayer purse. I mean, 
And they said nothing of labour and, you know, the horrific pedophile... Oh, I know. I'm sure Anthony Albanese's banged a few staffers in his day. Yeah, well, worse, of course. Well, one of his staffers just resigned. I mean, something fishy's going on there. Mm. You know, probably just... She would have resigned out of sheer hypocrisy from uh, labour. I mean, they didn't really say much because obviously they were pretty... um, pretty involved themselves would have been very much a um lob of a glass stone from a very thin um unstable glass house that is the labor party oh absolutely and um you know it was just a character assassination at the end of the day and i'm just glad that scomo has totally ignored it Um, oh yeah love how he reinforced it by talking over that um annoying senator i mean (laughs) Uh, you know, he, he's a, a no-bullshit kind of guy, ScoMo. I mean, I like that about him. I like that he's not, he stands up to PC culture. He's like, well, I know people are going to have a go at me for interrupting this woman, but I don't care. I'm the Prime Minister. Exactly. But then you've, got, leadership. you've got Turnbull coming out, you know, Oh, what fails. a snake, snake in the grass. You know, he's just desperate for attention, isn't he, old Turnbull? He'd do anything to get on TV. we even go on the ABC Um, He was back-to-back on the ABC that night. Four Corners and uh, Q&A. They love him on the ABC. Oh, they love him. Oh, yeah, yes. You don't Mm. believe in climate change. How dare you? Oh, he thinks he's so smart. He thinks he's the smartest man in the world, but... And now He's fooled by the the green left. I mean, he's... Oh, yeah, he's been... He's in line with Greta Thunberg. He's not... No kind of intellectual. Well, you know, he, he had his time in the sun. He lost his power. He was ousted. He was ruined. And now he's, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, he's, he's back for revenge. He's pulling an Adolf Hitler getting kicked out of art school. Yeah. Um, as we know from, from history. That's right. So we know much about history on this channel. It's a, It was a shocking... Um, Shocking. Well, I only watched the first five minutes, but shockingly poorly presented uh, episode of of Four Corners. Yeah. Um, poor journalism. Typical ABC. Yeah. Uh, this is why we should defund the ABC. Forty-five minutes of pure character assassination. I mean. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh, it's a, it's yeah, it's a disgrace. Oh, and Tudge as well. I mean, oh, who who knows Tudge. if he did have an affair with that lady? And who cares? Quite frankly, yeah, these are these are consenting adults. It's their own business. It's not like she was raped. No, I mean she was consenting to it. Yeah, oh, the whole thing's. Ooh. I'm sure many many young women out there would love to have a crack at Christian Porter. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. He's a smoking a lot. Hunk. Yeah. And from the from an early age, as yeah, well. yeah, he was up. Um, apparently, he's got a he's very well endowed as well. Well, they didn't make mention of that on the uh, the program. And that was a one good thing to come out of it. Um, but yes, um, oh, and from one scandal to another, I mean, uh, you know, supposed sex that didn't happen to some murders of um, Arabs, which might have happened. Um, you know, there's, yeah. this is the ABC again at work. I mean, uh, they're the ones who's, who've pulled this dirty laundry out in the open. And, you know, at the moment, 
um, no charges have been laid. You know, uh, the presumption of innocence, the rule of law, innocent till proven guilty. But no, the ABC comes out and says, oh, these our proud soldiers who are out there defending Australians in Afghanistan are uh, murderers. They're murderers. But, I mean... Where's the evidence? Yeah. Where's it? It's all uh, been, All that's happened redacted. is they've been referred to... Uh, for prosecution, so twenty odd of them out of tens of thousands, and you know this this sort of thing. Uh, the Americans are, are much worse. They murder and, oh, and yeah. kill billions of people. It's called war. Yeah, it's called it's what war. happens. People kill each other. That's the reality. And you know, if we're going to get all sort of high and mighty, oh, you know, the army's yeah. killing people. You go out there. With very small food rations on steroids and all kinds of like you know stimulant drugs the whole time in an incredibly tense situation with guns when everyone around you might want to kill you, and you see what happens to your mental state. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. They these are these top special force elite. Yes, yeah, the units. SAS. They are fighting on intense missions against terrorists every day, day in day out. Don't yep. sleep, as you said. They're all on steroids and drugs. Um, getting fired at, getting shot at, um, fighting violent terrorist criminals. You know, it has it takes a toll. I mean, uh, like think of Star Wars. Like think of how many stormtroopers, you know, nameless stormtroopers killed in those movies, and you don't bat an eyelid, right? No. I mean, why is it any different for there to be casualties of war in? Afghanistan than in on Tatooine, you know? Yeah. Well I don't see yeah, I don't see the difference. And you know, it it's a war. We decided to go to war. This is just what happens. And yeah. you just you know, you don't make a big song and dance about it. These I mean what happen. happens if if they didn't go to war and then it turned out that Afghanistan had weapons of mass destruction? Well then we'd all be dead. We'd be dead. Well, we'd be at we'd be at risk. Yeah. I mean, could be dead. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, these people are out there keeping us safe in Afghanistan um, from, you know, terrorists. Um, and, you know, instead of being congratulated for their service. Their bravery. Um, yeah, they're mocked. I know, our poor old veterans. And, you know, there's so many issues with them in terms of their mental health and the amount of suicides and um it's you know these people are sacrificing themselves for our country yep and we just watch on the abc that they're these criminals latte sipping inner city greenies on the abc who've never shot a gun in their life yeah exactly i mean i've shot guns i know I've shot plenty of guns i've shot the you know i've shot animals exactly but these people, they're just stuck in their office buildings and their apartment blocks. That's right. Need and to get out there and, you know, go, sh- go go shoot a deer. Go shoot a deer and then see how, if you're going to carry on about And then eat it. Go boar well, hunting. Shoot some rabbits. Oh, they're probably vegans. These well, they probably are. Not that there's anything Wouldn't survive two vegan. seconds living off the land? No. Let alone in Afghanistan. I know. Try to be vegan 
in Afghanistan. See how far that gets you. Now we're not hating on vegans here. We're just saying that we do love um, one vegan in particular, Mark DeCosta. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's copped a lot of hate from the vegan community, as we've seen in our last podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't heard it, go back, listen to go it. Go back and have a listen. It's the most incredible interview with a beautiful human being. Um, you know, it's tragic. And actually, I should bring the sad news to the Right Ideas podcast that Helen Hardy has shut down. No. Mark DeCosta is now out of business. So the vegan left have ruined this man's life. What's he going to do now? Um, well, he said he's going to try and open up a burger joint somewhere else. Not a vegan one this time. Uh, he tried once with the vegans and um, they betrayed him. So mm, he's carnivals. moving on. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where, what he's doing. He doesn't really want it to get out there where his next place is because mm. he will probably be, you know, be receiving death threats again. True. So. True. Should just keep a low profile. Yeah, for a while, even if I didn't know what where it was going to be, I wouldn't say. Yeah, well, we'll just yeah keep a low profile. The extreme left is um, just so malicious. I know. Um, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they came after him. Yeah. Killed him. Well, he'd be an easy target for them. That's right. Poor old Mark. Hey, Mark, if you're listening, we love you. Yeah, dude. Keep up the good work. Stay strong. Keep up the good work. And good things happen to good people. Mm-hmm. We love you, Mark. Well, we love Mark here, but um, Josh Frydenberg does not love ASIC at the moment. Well, can't blame him. I mean, ASIC is just... One of the biggest wastes of um, money, taxpayer money, yep. uh, that the government has ever come up with. Um, ASIC is basically this body uh, which exists just to sort of hinder um, the operating, the smooth operating of the, the free market. It's just there to really um, throw a spanner in the works at every turn. Yeah, just unchecked bureaucracy. So you've got these, basically how the economy is working just in a, in a nutshell is you've got the free market where the productivity happens. That's how we get our wages. That's how we get our consumer goods. And then you've got the government, which um, sometimes does some good things, but is generally, you know, trying to fight against the free market. It's a, um, adversarial. And um, ASIC was set up by the Socialist um, Labour Party and they have worked, they've fought tooth and nail um, against private enterprise and uh, and productivity in Australia. So now we're seeing decreases in productivity um, because of, well, it's not just ASIC, there's a few other ones, but... Uh, yeah, well, ASIC's particularly bad. I mean... Australian Securities Investment Commission. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? What a completely useless name for a completely useless body. Yeah, so it's just refreshing to see Frydenberg, you know, finally taking the axe to to the ASIC. Yeah, I mean, let's, you know, get rid of the 
get rid of the regulations, the banks are too tied up. Um, you know, we need to stimulate the economy, we need more cash in the economy, we need more debt. Um, so the more the more debt that we get, the better everything will be. I mean, I don't get why. Um, well, it's not about debt; it's about credit. It's sorry, about credit. Yes, it's about you know giving, putting money in the hands of those who of can businesses. of businesses who can um, go out and and stimulate the economy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and the the other thing they're doing, of course, is making it a lot easier to get loans. They've, abolish these archaic um, mandatory reporting rules to get mortgages and and things so um, it should make it a lot easier for people um, like us to to get mortgages and yeah great Um, yeah I mean I mean you know it's about time that they got back on track with the with the slashing of the red tape I think they were a little bit tentative after the Royal Commission Mm. Um, and they that sort of hampered progress in a lot of ways, uh, but it's good yeah. to see them back on track. Well, we need this because you know the housing market is sort of stagnating or yeah. only growing a tiny bit, and we need to get that swing back yeah. up. This to is why they should have never had a royal commission. I mean, the Liberals knew it this way. Scott Morrison voted against it. What was it, thirty-six times? Because he was like, "No, we've got a job to do. We've mm-hmm. got to cut red tape." And you know this parade, this stupid little. Uh, socialist thing, which is the Royal Commission, uh, is just going to get in the way of yeah. progress, get in the way of what we, of good policy, of cutting red tape and regulation, giving people easy, free access to credit. Um, and it's good to see that they're back on track. Well, the smaller the government is, the better the, the market right. can function. Is that so. Ronald Reagan? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, not a direct quote, but the biggest lie anyone will ever tell you is I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. Yep. So, you know, that's what's so refreshing about Frydenberg and and ScoMo is they, they notice that and you see ScoMo, he often has a little screen on his face, a little smirk because he knows that, you know, he, while he is the government, He's also trying to, you know, fight against the idea of the government and yeah. for the the free market and and to get us, you know, consumer goods and cheaper loans, cheap access to credit, cheaper power, cheaper power, and um, yeah, speeding up human progress by cutting the bureaucracy, getting these projects off the ground. Um, That's right. Future technologies, yep. Um, diplomatic relations, uh, mm. yeah. Wonder how his relationship will go with um, Biden if Biden manages to, to, to steal the election away from Trump. That'll be very interesting. I think um, you know, Scomo and Trump were two peas in a pod. They got on very well, both um, absolute legends, um, and. Biden obviously is not a legend. He's a bit of a, a you know, he's tainted Socialist, by socialism. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think ScoMo's going to, well, ScoMo's obviously a lot more intelligent than Biden. So I think yeah. anything that ScoMo does, he's going to be playing. He'll be playing chess. Biden will be playing checkers. That's right. He'll be playing 4D chess. So we'll see, you know, the press releases and 
we'll see them, you know, meeting up and having phone calls and whatever. But, you know, just pay, just keep it in mind. Just pay a bit of attention. And you'll see that ScoMo's playing Biden, I bet. Oh, yeah, he will be. Um, and, you know, he was backing Trump up when calling for the inquiry into COVID in China. I mean, no other leader had the balls to do that. I mean, look at what's happened now. China's retaliated. Uh, they didn't like that whatsoever. So he's obviously onto something there. I mean, they've slashed uh, imports from Australia and they've really come down hard with the tariffs. And then uh, they actually said recently that, you know, it's because ScoMo called them out on this COVID thing. So it's working. Like, he's getting to the Chinese. Um, mm. And they're trying to react by putting on tariffs and sending millions of Australians... Um, bankrupt well what i mean we've got the ultimate leverage on china because what would they do without our coal exactly they need coal the whole place runs on coal and we're the ones making it we've got the coal not much coal in china no so we've got them as long as they keep buying our coal yep they don't have to buy our wine or our whatevers but um They'll need to keep the generators running. That's right. So, um... No wonder they're pushing for green energy. Yeah, well... No, that's what Biden's doing. The socialist is pushing for green energy. It's never going to work. So they can stop buying our coal. You can't... You know, solar panels don't work at night. Yeah, they don't work at night. Wind only works when it's windy. I mean, how are you going to power... a coal-fired power plant with that. Yeah, and we've just seen that again and again, um, that it's it's failed, you know, and solar and wind wouldn't have got anywhere if it wasn't for socialist governments stepping in and, and subsidising it. That's right. It's a free market. If we had more of a free market, it would just be coal. Yep. It's the cheapest, most efficient form of energy. Mm-hmm. It's brought billions of people out of poverty in the last 200 years. Um, and it's the way forward, the way into the future. Yeah, I mean, it's totally revolutionized. It's given us everything we have today. It's amazing. Um, Don't be yeah. afraid. Don't be afraid. That's, it won't yeah. hurt you. It won't hurt you. It's cool. One of my favorite quotes. That's probably my favorite quote from Scott Morrison. So, um, yeah, just a, also a little um, preview, um, a little taster for something we're going to be mentioning more next time. But um, superannuation is back in the news. Yes. Yeah, this, the report's just come out into... Um, um, whether or not to increase the um, mandatory, the superannuation guarantee, the SG, from 95 to 10%. That's what's being floated, a potential 10% increase. Of course, that is a horrible, horrible idea. Um, That's just going to stop wage growth for the next 40 years if they do that. That's uh, right now when the economy is at its worst, they increase the superannuation guarantee. Um, who knows what will happen? I think that that could send the whole country under. It could be um, the straw that broke the camel's back, so they say. Mm, well, you see with these sort of reports, you know, it's all bureaucrats who write them and um, socialists. So it's, yeah. uh, 
Frydenberg's going to have to come out and he's going to have to really poke some holes in the the data, I think, and yeah, and really um, expose it for what it is. I mean, we shouldn't have compulsory superannuation in the first place. It should be people should decide what to do with their own money. The government, and this is a sort of labor socialist policy, right? So they say, okay, well, your money that gets paid to you, we're going to take it away from you into super funds that are run by mainly unionists and labor party hacks, uh, socialists. So the socialists take your money. They put it in a pool, they invest it into the free market a lot of the time and let the capitalists actually be productive and make money mm-hmm. with their, with your money. Um, and then they say, oh, well, we'll give some of it back to you when you retire. Um, yeah. And, you know, they've, they've just stolen your money for um, the vast majority of your life. I mean, you know, from when you're... As soon as you start working, you know, if you're 15 or 14 to the time you're... Um, 65, you know, the socialists have got their hands on soon to be 10% of your income potentially. Yeah. So, and um, what if you could invest that yourself? That's right. And you know um, that the super funds are among the biggest donors to the Socialist Labour Party. Mm. Fancy that. Yeah, they're all very much in cahoots. Oh, absolutely. So if your money is indirectly going well, is kind of directly going to the Labor Party uh, through superannuation. And there's about to be a little bit more of your money going to the Labor Party. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? But yep. we'll get it into a bit more detail next time. That's right. Well, we'll see We'll see what the report says. Um, very, very frightening uh, stuff. I mean, it looks like the government's still somehow still considering the uh, rise. I mean, they should really be making it voluntary. Well, yeah, I think they should be abolishing it altogether. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to, if you're dumb enough to believe in socialist plots, then sure, you know, Give be them my the guess, option. that's but at least a pri- free market. I yeah, mean, yeah, true. Make but, it a private, yeah. Um, you know, well, I mean, it's what, what's what wealth, wealth managers do anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why do we need super when we've got wealth management? Exactly. I mean, there's a whole industry there. Probably and get better returns and they don't give you money to the Labour Party. Yeah, superannuation's just destroying a whole section of the free market. Yep. The wealth management industry. That's right, and it's a I socialist th- plot. I think we'll be hearing from the, the wealth management industry in this report. Well, I hope so. I'm looking forward to reading what they have to say. Yes. And uh, the BCA, obviously. Uh, yep. They'll have some good insight, as they always do. Except now with this climate change bullshit that they're starting to peddle. I mean, the BCA mm. of all people trying to pressure the Morrison government into higher um, emissions reductions targets is just... Uh, it must be a ruse. They've been infiltrated by socialists too. Well, we can look at that further. We'll have a look into that and get back to you next week. But I think that just about wraps it up for today. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And as always... Remember to let the right ideas through your ears.